stories. Hi guys, this is Ivy and this is Jack. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's our first episode, so don't be too judgy. We are trying our best. As you know, be very judgy. No. <laughs> Tell us everything that's wrong with it. And then we're going to improve. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Jack is snuggled up in bed right now. Right. Re- I'm, I'm literally like on the bed because <laughs> there's not another seat. Our setup okay. for the podcast you want, you want is... To sound all manly. I'm not snuggled up. <laughs> I'm on the bed. I'm, <laughs> I'm just... on the bed. Okay, anyway. Tell me a story. <laughs> Should I explain the concept first? What okay, are you doing here? Basically, oh, yeah, what am I doing here? <laughs> you don't know either, so... Well, no, I do partly. <laughs> I'm very interested in all the paranormal stuff and ghost stories and stuff, and Jack is not a big believer. So, I'm here to tell him stories, and he's here to rip them apart or turn to a believer. I don't know which or one. fall asleep. But no. I'm on the bed, snuggle up, remember? It's going to be really interesting. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Better be interesting. Okay. I'll take your glasses no, off no, so I you couldn't a... read my screen. I can't. Okay. Do you think I can read the screen from here? <laughs> no spoilers. Oh my god, she dies? No way. <laughs> right, carry on. Go, go. Okay, this is a full one. So this story is about the Lamp Mansion in St. Louis, what Missouri. What mansion, sorry? Lamp Mansion. <laughs> a lamp, lamp Mansion. A Lamp. I, I think I'm saying it right. Lamp. How's it spelled? L-E-M-P. Yeah, we'll go with Lamp. <laughs> so, this is said to be one of the most haunted places in America. Well, we're not going there then. <laughs> Over the years, the mansion was transformed from the home of millionaires to office space, decaying into a rundown boarding house, and finally restored to its current state as a fine dinner theatre. Restaurant, diner theatre. It was a diner theatre. I don't know. (laughs) Like a diner, as in like you can eat and watch, maybe? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, as a restaurant and a bed and breakfast. Well, I wouldn't want to stay there. Bed and breakfast in a haunted house. How cheap. True. <laughs> Saving that months. <laughs> you would stay there. No, I wouldn't. I'd be shitting my <laughs> I wouldn't stay there. We're going high class. Okay, maybe it's a very fancy one. Okay, listen, listen. No, okay. Let's start from the beginning. It all started with the Johann Adam Lemp, who arrived in St. Louis from Germany in 1838, building a small grocery store where he sold common household items, groceries and homemade beer. Well, this sounds lovely so far. <laughs> The light golden lager was a welcome change from the darker beers that were sold at the time. The recipe handed down by his father was so popular that just two years later he gave up the grocery store and built a small brewery in 1840. Lemfer sold his beer in a pub attached to the brewery, introducing St. Louis to its first lager. Eventually, Lemp found that the brewery was too small to handle both production and storage and found a limestone cave south of the city limits. The cave could be kept cool by chopping ice from the nearby river, providing perfect conditions for the lagering process to run its course. Adam became a millionaire by the time he died on August 25th, 1862. So basically, this guy was pretty rich, successful. <laughs> So Adam died, he was a millionaire, and then his son William, who, who was also William, because they weren't William very... William Jr. They, yeah, they weren't very original back then. 
district over the brewery. He purchased a five-block area around the storage house above the lagering caves, continually expanding to meet the product demand. The brewery eventually covered five city blocks, and by the 1870s, the Lamp family symbolized both wealth and power as the Lamp brewery controlled the St. Louis beer market. So it was basically a very rich family. Jacob, William Lamp's father-in-law, built a house a short distance from the Lamp brewery. In 1876, William Lamp purchased it from his family, utilizing it as both a residence and an office. While the home was already impressive, Lamp immediately began renovating and expanding the 33-room house into a Victorian showplace. From the mansion, a tunnel was built from the basement through the caves to the brewery. Which sounds very creepy. He had a cave? Yeah, and he had a tunnel to the caves. That's awesome. That's like That's every... creepy fuck. Wait a minute, you're telling me... That. He had a mansion, That's and then so he built cool. a tunnel to the cave. It's like an escape hatch. Sounds He's like, got like haunting some... heaven to me. No, it sounds like some sort of supervillain's base. When mechanical refrigeration became available, parts of the cave were converted for other purposes, including a natural auditorium and a theatre. This underground oasis would later spawn a large concrete swimming pool with hot water pipes wait, in front wait. of the brewery boiling house in a this bowling alley. awesome. Yeah, they literally this had sounds a, awesome. a swimming pool, bowling alley, a theatre, yeah. no, no, an no. auditorium. This is in a cave. cave. Yeah. This sounds so cool. I know. Is it, I want to go there. I mean, is that all still there? <laughs> I know what happened, but <laughs> I don't know if you'll still want to go there. Okay, but still, though, somebody should create something like this. This sounds cool. You should dig a cave under <laughs> Dig a cave under... No, but it does sound pretty cool. Yeah. He, he's this got... part sounds amazing. Yeah. Can we carry on, then? Let's get to the horror bit. <sighs> so, basically, the beer company was very, very successful. And in the midst of its success, the Lamb family experienced the first of many tragedies... When Frederick Lamp, William's favorite son, died in 1901 at the age of 28. Why? What happened? Frederick, who had never been in extremely good health, died of heart failure. The devastated William Lamp was never the same. Beginning a slow withdrawal, he was rarely seen in public after his son's death. Three years later, William's closest friend Frederick also died, leaving William indifferent to the details of running the brewery. Though he still arrived at the office each day, he was nervous and unsettled. His physical and mental health began to decline a year later. He committed suicide by shooting himself in the head. The company was then inherited by his son, William Jr. <laughs> William. He wanted, to bring, he wanted to carry on the name. Yeah. Inheriting the family business and a vast fortune, he and his wife Lillian began to spend money filling the house with servants to pay spend huge amounts on carriages, clothing, and art. I feel like that's something you'd do. If you inherit a lot of money, you'd be like, money, spend on all. I'd buy an island. <laughs> Why not? That sounds awesome. Carry on. Lillian was a beautiful woman who came from a wealthy family herself. Before long, Lillian became known as the Lavender Lady because of her fondness for the colour. In addition to her lavender attire and accessories, she went so far as to have her carriage horses harness dyed lavender. In the beginning, Will enjoyed showing off his trophy wife, but Will was a player. Born with a silver spoon in his mouth, he was used to doing and acting as he pleased. 
When William began to be bored of his wife, he demanded that she must spend her time shopping. Not a bad. <laughs> I demand you to go buy some stuff. Giving her a thousand dollars a day, he gave her an ultimatum that if she didn't spend it, she would get no more. And imagine a thousand at that time. It's probably like I don't know how much now. And she had to spend a dollar, she wouldn't be allowed to come home. No, 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 it didn't say come home. It says she wouldn't get more money. Oh, okay. She could still come <laughs> home. She just wouldn't be able to go shopping again. Well, well, she was from a wealthy family herself, so I don't really get how is that. I don't. Think and so. she's and she's probably you know like she's probably like oh, okay, I'll, I'll have to spend it all. Yeah, that doesn't sound bad at all. Can I just be honest? That that sounds weird. And how would he know if she spent it all or not? She should just give it away. Yeah. Easy. That's probably what she did. She just bought bought lots of lavender shit. (laughs) In the meantime, Will was busy running the brewery during the day and pursuing a different kind of activities during the night. Mm -hmm. Holding lavish parties in the caves below the mansion, he would bring in numerous prostitutes for the entertainment of his friends. Enjoying the swimming pool, the bowling alley and the free-flowing beer, his friends who attended these lavish events were known to enjoy a high time. I bet they did. (laughs) Will's shenanigans caught up with him when he had a son with a woman other than his wife. Dun dun dun. Oh shit. Today there is no official documentation that this boy existed. However, the rumours that this boy was hidden in a mansion attic for his entire lifetime have been prevalent over the years. A former nanny who worked at the mansion long ago verified that the boy did exist and was kept in the attic that also housed the servants' rooms. The boy was born with Down syndrome, a total embarrassment to the family. The boy was hidden away from the world in order Mm. to hide the lamb's shame. Known today as the monkey face boy, this unfortunate soul continues to show his presence at the lamp's mansion. So sad. Finally, William Jr. got tired of his trophy wife and filed for divorce in 1908. The court proceedings surrounding the divorce became a major St. Louis scandal, with all four St. Louis newspapers devoting extensive front-page coverage to the messy affair. Crowds flocked to the courthouse each day to witness the drama of tales of violence, drunkenness, atheism, and cruelty. Lillian almost lost custody of William Lamp III. What are these names? There's another William. It's just, <laughs> it's just lovely olden times. Because of a photograph that was presented at the trial that showed her smoking a cigarette. What the hell? She can't smoke a cigarette. It's a man. She's thing. a mother. It's a man's thing. <laughs> That's what she spent her thousands on. Cigarettes. <laughs> In the end, she retained custody of their son, Gerd, but soon retired from the public eye. The only time that she was ever seen wearing anything other than lavender was on the final day of her divorce proceedings when she appeared entirely in black before the judge. <laughs> that makes a statement. Well, yeah, if she's always wearing lavender and now she's wearing black, everybody's like, oh, what's happened to her? With the divorce, Will's troubles had only just begun. Nine of the large breweries in the St. Louis area had combined to form the Independent Breweries Company, creating fierce competition that the Lamp Brewery had never faced. In the same year, Will's mother died by cancer. Though the brewery's fortunes were continually declining, the Lamp Mansion was entirely 
remodeled and partially converted into offices for the brewery. At this time, William allowed the company's equipment to deteriorate without keeping up with the industry innovations. But World War... What was that? <laughs> By World War One, the brewery was just barely limping along. Finally, William closed down the brewery without any notice. So basically, he didn't care. He just let everything go. He didn't check with the new equipment and stuff. He didn't like want to improve it or and anything. He, like, he just what? closed it down. He's like, you know what? It's like he just spent all this money on parties and stuff, and he didn't really care about it. No, he was like, you know what? I can't be bothered. In 1920s, Elsa Lamp Wright, William's sister, shot herself just like her father had a year before. This made William to slip into a depression. Acting much like his father, he became increasingly nervous and erratic, shunning public life and often complaining of ill health. Two years after his sister's death, William shot himself in the heart in the very same building where his father had died 18 years before. William's brothers, Charles and Edwin, had long ago left the family business, so with William Jr. gone, it seemed that the Lamb Empire had finally ended. Edwin had entered into a life of seclusion at this state in Kirkwood, Missouri. Charles had never been involved in the brewery and had chosen to work in the banking and real estate fields instead. Charles eventually remodeled the mansion back into a residence and lived in the house along with two servants and the illegitimate child of his brother William. Charles too became an odd figure as he grew older. Developing a morbid fear of germs, his obsessive-compulsive behavior included wearing gloves at all times to avoid bacteria and constantly washing his hands. It was during this time that William, illegitimate child, now in his thirties, died at the mansion. He was buried on the Lamp Cemetery plot with only a small flat marker with the word Lamp. And you're so sad. But is this the he one that was He didn't even have the name, yeah. Aww. Shortly after the monkey-faced boy's death, Charles became the fourth member of the Lamp family to commit suicide. First, he shot his beloved dog. Why? How? Right. In the basement of Why? the mansion, then climbing the staircase to his room on the second floor, he shot himself. It's like there's something about this house. It's weird. After the death of Charles Lamp, the mansion was sold and turned into a boarding house. Along with the nearby neighborhood, the building began to deteriorate, and the haunting tales began. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, what? what? What sort of haunting tales? Mm, now we get into it. Oh, sorry, that's like the foundation. Like, yeah. this is why this haunting tales. The whole tales. story and stuff. So, is there a demon that's telling everybody... What demon? Sh- there's some there s- are not demons. Is that's not how it works, Jack. Is there some sort of voice that is telling people to shoot themselves in um, these houses? That's what it sounds that's like. That's a good theory. Well, that's what I'm guessing so far. I because... wish it was, but it's not that. Well, why are they shooting themselves? Because they're sad people. Is that sad why? Sad people do things. I know that. But they all shot themselves. Yeah. Well... Is it because they knew that they're... Like... I don't know. <laughs> well, how else would you kill yourself? There's many ways. <laughs> what? <laughs> there is. Oh my gosh, I'm scared. Look at like... A gun is probably the hardest one to do. I mean, they are rich, though. Anyway. Yeah. Residents complained of ghostly knocks and footsteps being heard throughout the house. As these stories spread, tenants were hard to find for the boarding house. I wonder why. Because they don't want to be in a house where there's lots of people that have killed themselves, basically. 
However, the old mansion was saved when Dick Pointer and his family purchased it. They began to renovate the building, turning it into a restaurant and inn. Workers within the house often told stories of strange sounds, vanishing tools, and a feeling of being watched. Frightened by the hauntings, many would leave the job site and never return. Since the restaurant opened, staff members have reported several strange experiences. Again, apparitions appear and then quickly vanish. Voices and sounds come from nowhere. And glasses will often lift off the bar, flying through the air by themselves. If I ever saw that... Yeah. I'd run and never come back. And well, yeah, I'd be terrified to go in my kitchen forever. I haven't ever saw that. I know, that's why you're so skeptical. Yeah. Do you want to visit this house? Let's do it. Are you sure? No, I don't want to do it. <laughs> why? I'm going to be sceptical. I'm not going to put myself you in the harm's the, you way. Scared, you scared the floating glass will follow you <laughs> Maybe back fl- to England. What if it does? <gasps> you know, that's not mess selection. <laughs> you never know. I'm glad we're thinking that they don't exist. <laughs> I don't want to think they do exist. <laughs> On other occasions, doors are said to lock and unlock by themselves. Lights inexplicably turn on and off and the piano bar often plays when no one is near. Said to be haunted by several members of the Lamb family, there are three areas of the old mansion that have the most activity. The stairway, the attic, and what the staff refers to as the gates of hell in the basement. It is this area of the basement that used to be the entrance to the caves running below the mansion and the brewery. Are you sure the caves are still cool? Yeah. It's literally called the gates of hell right now. Let's go to the gates so of hell. hell. <laughs> you could be a tour guide. Oh, no, you're right. House. We have a demon. This guy takes you to hell. The gates of hell. The gates of hell. <laughs> the gates of hell. Right, next one, next one. The attic is said to be haunted by William Jr.'s illegitimate son, referred to only as the monkey face boy. This poor soul, born with Down syndrome, spent his entire life locked in the attic of the Lamb's mansion. Strange occurrences are often witnessed on the third floor level of the mansion. The face of the boy has regularly been seen from the street peeking from the small windows of the mansion. Ghost investigators have often left toys in the middle of his room, drawing a circle around them to see if the objects have been moved. Consistently, when they return the next day, the toys are found in another location. Secretly, there's a guy who just lives there and he starts moving them around. Should we do this test in our house? No. Jack will move them. <laughs> our cat is also called Jack. Yeah. We have to- oh my yeah, gosh, Jack we have Junior. Jack and Jack the Junior. Jack Junior. Oh my gosh. In the downstairs women's bathroom, many women have reported a man peeking over the stall. On one such occasion, a woman emerged from the bathroom, returning to the bar, and stated to the two men she was there with, I hope you got an eyeful. However, the two men quickly... Wait, 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 wait. Can you do your impression again, please? I hope you got an Eiffel. So you're saying, I hope you got an Eiffel. Yeah, that okay. was the expression. Okay. However, the two men quickly denied ever having left the bar, for which the bartender verified. This ghost is said to be that of the womanizing William Jr. A nasty boy. Nasty boy who's peeping. Woman. Peeping Tom. In William Lamp, Sir's room, guests have often reported hearing someone running up the stairs and kicking at the door. 
When William killed himself, William Jr. was known to have run up the stairs to his father's room and finding it locked began to kick the door in to get to his father. Mm. The mansion has been featured in a number of magazine articles and newspapers and now attracts ghost hunters from around the country. Today it features a bed and breakfast with rooms restored in period style, a restaurant featuring fine dining and a mystery diner theater. So basically they 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 monopolized on the idea that it's ghosts, haunted. Of course. And they've been like, "Wanna see a ghost come here?" Basically. I wouldn't work there though. Yeah, like imagine working. Work there. Oh. Do you want to know what happened to the last member of the Lem family? The one that was never involved and moved away? Yeah, what happened? Is he a millionaire? (sighs) Did he he shoot himself? No. The last last remaining Lem family member, Edwin Lem, who had long avoided the life that had turned so tragic for the rest of his family, remained. He was known as a quiet, reclusive man who had walked away from the Lamb Brewery in 1913 to live a peaceful life on a secluded estate in Missouri. Edwin passed away quietly on natural causes at the age of 90. According to Edwin's wow. last wishes, his butler burned all of the paintings that the Lambs had collected throughout his life, as well as priceless Lamb family documents and artifacts. These irreplaceable pieces of history vanished in the smoke of blazing bonfires. Why so did he ask basically, that? Bef- I don't know, but before he died, he asked to burn all the documents and stuff of the family. I don't know, maybe he just wanted everything gone because he knew he was the last member and stuff. And like, oh, so it's almost like, it's like getting rid of the no, family. Not get rid of the family. It's like a send-off. It's, like, it's like yeah. a send-off. No, fair enough. Maybe. But it must be, it must be so freaking weird Imagine you had a family and you know you're the last left and, like, there's no children or anyone left. Well, that's very sad. It is sad. Well, let's... Con- oh, no, <laughs> wait. The William had a William the Third, didn't he? Yes, he did. But the lavender lady got the custody of. Oh, yeah. What happened to him? I don't know. Do your research, woman. Well, maybe he doesn't want to be found. Maybe he changed his name from William III to William the Fourth, and he won't be found anymore. He won't be alive anyway. Okay, let me Google. Oh, he died in 1943. Yeah. So he died pretty soon as well. He died before his mother died. Yeah, I was going to say that the son's pretty early on. Oh my gosh, Lillian, the lavender lady, she's so pretty. Yeah, when did she die? In the 60s. Uh, when she was 82, so that's a good age. Yeah. So, what do you think about the story? Do you know what? I was yeah. thinking. His, the, he wanted a divorce, didn't he? Yeah. She's lucky that he wanted a divorce. Why? Well, there's something haunted with that family. They all decided they wanted to kill themselves. I don't think it's haunted. I just think when they have so much money that they don't know where to spend off, especially the William, the junior or whatever, he didn't really care about the brewery. And he had more money than he could have imagined. He's spoiled and stuff. So it's like, I don't know. But he also, like his sister died, his son died, his... I know, I know. Friend died... Oh, no. oh, it's not that one. Oh, shit, I'm getting confused. There's lots of Williams. <laughs> yeah, too many Williams. Williams everywhere. Anyway, it, it's pretty sad, like... The whole story is sad. But yeah. it doesn't sound very... I th- 
Like, it's a sad story. Uh-huh. It doesn't feel very haunted. Well, let's go to the house and then see for yourself no, if no, it's no. very haunted or I'm not very good. haunted. I'm good. What did you expect? The demons? Yeah, I <laughs> wanted people having possessed and stuff. Okay, next time. Next story. Especially for you. Possessed people. <laughs> what do you think overall about this? It's weird. Story. What's weird about it? I think, like, it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. Well done to the guy. He made an awesome, awesome brewery. Yeah, the first guy that came and made a brewery. Uh, but he and he died of natural causes, so. Did he? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, he was the first one that arrived and then he died. Oh, and it's the next one. And then one. his son took over. See, do you know what And it then is? he killed himself it's and then his son over took over. From wealth. It's not good for you. But you know what? Now that we talk about haunted houses and I hear uh, water faucet dri- dripping, it's making me shiver. Why? Because our tap is dripping. Yes, it's haunted. No, it's just our tap is broken. <laughs> it's not haunted. <laughs> it's you know a creepy I'm gonna, sound. I'm going to call up our landlord. The tap <laughs> is haunted. It's a creepy sound. Oh no, I'll call him up. The tap's broken. He'll go. You sure it's not haunted? <laughs> it's like, oh, we had this before. It's William. Be respectful. Or he'll come visit you at your sleep. He's too far away. Mm, you don't know about ghosts, these ghost miles. Ghosts don't, don't travel exist. in planes. Yeah, they do. They travel through mirrors. It's their portal. Right. As he looks at the mirror. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's now. <laughs> what was that? That would be getting possessed. Ooh. Ooh. So, hope you guys enjoyed this story. I did. It was weird. I know it's the first time, and next time I should write down with the words that I can actually pronounce. So, that's a note for myself. And, but other than that, we'll see you next time, we whenever will. that is. And there'll be a demonic story. Okay. Especially for Jack. Stay spooky. Bye. Woo!